When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. And we would like to welcome you to yet another episode of the Black Mirror and Free podcast. Welcome, one, <laughs> and welcome all. It is 2024, of course. Shire, when is it too late for a happy new year? Like, It's never too late. So, <laughs> February, if I see you in February, I can happy new year you. Listen, if this is my first time seeing you for the year, then I'm saying happy new year. <laughs> no, I think it it stops at about the 15th. So. Okay, so that gives you a little bit more time <laughs> right. so you're not feeling self-conscious. Happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. Uh, as you, um, many of you are probably aware, we're having a cold front over the the u.s right right about now shire but we're in cali so today's nice but we got a little rain yesterday some rain and cold though shire don't you think it's been cold but see cold for californians is different yes uh than maybe cold in chicago or somewhere else so that's true you know if it's 50 degrees outside we got puff jackets on (laughs) you know scarves but (laughs) Yeah, it's, that's true. It's all relative. Yeah, it's all relative. Uh, one thing I did realize, Shara, is like I don't have like a winter jacket. I, I need to get one. I don't have one. Let's go get you one. Yeah, I need to get me a little something. A little something, something. I said let's. Um, you go get you one. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to talk about a hodgepodge of uh, topics today, Shire. We're going to talk about just some, some different things. But one thing I realized, and, and we're definitely going to be... Uh, now, this is just our opinion. We're going to have some opinions on this episode. We're going to talk about some current events along with some financial uh, content as well. But one thing I was realizing, Shire, while we were trying to figure out what to talk about, it's kind of hard, right? Because, well, Shire said everybody's algorithm is different, but I think on all of our algorithms has been this whole Cat Williams thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> and so it's just like, uh, I heard some some finance folks talking about how can we get the engagement that like you know mess gets or Marcus. People, no, but Shire, right now the new thing is to go on a platform, someone's platform, your own platform, uh-huh. and just unload the clip with talking about who you don't like, who you ain't messing with. Who get on your nerve? Like right now, that's like super trendy, and those get those 
type of conversation seemed to be getting all of folks' attention. So how could us or folks like us that's talking about, hey, you know, you got going to get your money better, want to want to be smart with your money? How could we get eyeballs in a world where it seems like, hey man, I'm only here for some mess? Well, what do you think? Listen, I think that you could have watched the Shannon Sharp mm-hmm. and Cat Williams interview. And you can still be a financially responsible person. Okay. Now, I haven't seen the whole interview. (laughs) I watched some of it. And I was like, wait, what did he say? And then I had to rewind it and go back to the beginning. I've gone back to the beginning like three times. I still haven't made my way through that um, interview. but um, And I don't know that I will. Right. Um, But I think that uh, both can exist uh, at the same time. I think that when we're so... Uh, just focus on money, 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 money. That mm. that's not necessarily a good that's thing not either. Too. You have to have balance. And some yeah. people unwind and might listen to that content to unwind. I'm not yeah. saying that it's the most positive, right? Um, but I think that you can still be now. But to your question, how can we like uplift this for the masses? I I don't know. Yeah, I th- yeah. I think that people are drawn to this content for different reasons. Right. Whether it's, you know, hey, I have a New Year's resolution. I'm going to get my finances in order. I'm going to be more responsible. Um, Or, you know, hey, I'm going through a crisis. I'm coming out of a crisis. And I've made some goals. Or maybe you just kind of grew up knowing about money, financial literacy. And it's just a part of your uh, normal routine, you know. So I think that we are drawn to certain things for certain reasons. But there's always going to be space. Uh, what you call it? The mess. There's always going to be space for that on the Internet. Yes. It thrives on that. And that's just well, how it is. Well, what, what do you think about this, Shire? Because the fact that there's opportunity when, when in messy topics for multiple parties to have opinions. Do you think that drives it? Whereas content where it's just math like one point plus one is one it doesn't leave the same room for engagement that messy topics or even relationship topics leave room for conversation which 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 kind of like feeds the beast but with like finance or you know topics where you're where you're teaching someone something or sharing information it's kind of like okay and like it just dies there. There's no there's no continual yeah, I, conversation around it. You well, think that has a play there? Well, I think the engagement comes in when you're telling a story. Mm. It can be your story. Okay. And I think that that happens a lot yes. in the mess. Like, right? They say, what's the tea? Right? There's a story behind it. Um, you're talking about that Cat uh, Williams yes. interview. What I learned from that interview is just just keep his name out your mouth. Like, yeah, just don't, don't, just don't say now. it, you know. Don't speak on it. <laughs> um, but the same way in finance, you know, yeah. one of the popular radio shows, of course, Dave Ramsey, is really fueled by stories and people calling in, yes. giving their situations. And I think that that sparks um, engagement. And that's what people want to hear. You know, yeah. uh, if I'm calling a dating show, I'm telling you, you know, the perfect person that I would that I would like and you're 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 really giving us a, a, story, a story of hmm. kind of like your fantasy but anyway yeah. or what you want to be your reality let me rephrase um but I think that is it's the stories that will 
will draw you in, right? I and think I, that's a, yeah, that's a great uh, assessment, Shire. Wow, I'm just kind of like thinking while you're saying that. Yeah, you're right. Everything is really, really story based. Because with stories, you could be like, is he lying? Uh, you know, what, what, <laughs> is what, what, this true? Yeah, is this true? What do I think about the story? Oh, so, then you got to fact check it. Got to fact check it. You got to fact check it. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like this space is really changing. I saw a TikToker, um, you know, he had a lot of followers, and, you know, they had those little TikToks where they give you tips on how to, what you know, how to make your content bigger and stuff. But she was saying, like, the list things in 2024, the algorithms on all your social media platforms don't really like lists. They don't like finite information. They like stories, like you're saying, or they like the visuals, the visuals. They like stuff that's open ended. Don't just tell me do this, you know, whereas since we've been doing it for a long time. When we started, lists was everything. And lists were were good, you yeah. know. I when I made a list, I really sat down and I thought about that list. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But now, I mean, you can go into Chat G. Yeah. How do you say GPT? Okay, and you can ask for a list. And yeah. I think we did a podcast where we asked um, Chat G. I'm GPT. I'm getting letters all <laughs> mixed up, as you know that I do. Um, like, okay, how do I give me the steps to become a millionaire? Yeah. And then like we did a podcast on it. So I think that um I don't know. That's and great, but when we were Story posting style. on Instagram, because we don't really post I haven't posted on Instagram in a long time. Um, the still content mm-hmm. was was popping, but now it's like you need reels or whatever yes. is popular now. You need that live video content um so so but it's going to evolve right and if you're going to reach the masses you have to be open to evolution evolution you have have to be yeah you have to evolve you have to grow sometimes you get used to a list like me okay i'm gonna make a list (laughs) i can make a hundred lists you know but you have to step out of your comfort zone sometimes to grow yeah and i think shared with stories people can see themselves in it too mm-hmm. whereas if you just tell me two plus two is four that, that i can't do nothing with that like except like say yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah the story piece is is big and uh you're seeing that now speaking of stories Chai, we got to talk about this story we touched this we what touched story? on it on our uh our opinion podcast that we did we we, we got to revisit those but we touched on the Jonathan Major story. Uh-oh. We followed it. Now we have to conclude it because it's come to a close with him being found guilty on two of the four charges. Essentially, the jury found that he was guilty of, of injuring her, but it was, it unintentional. was, it was unintentional. Right? Okay. It was through a script and scrap of trying to fight for the phone that he injured her. What do you think about everything? And I really want to get what you thought about his interview that you finally watched. People want to know, Shire. They've been following us. For well, this. when I first heard it, I think when we talked about it initially, I was just, you know, I believed in his innocence. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I wanted to believe in. Now, this is just our opinion. Um, now I don't, I don't have an opinion necessarily. <laughs> I, I know you just played that sound bite, right? We need an opinion. Right? Okay. That's what we're here I just for. think that uh, more so than an opinion, it's a lesson. Mm. 
to choose it's definitely a lesson, to choose who you're dating, you have to choose wisely. Yeah. Like I I think that we in our society believe that our phone is an extension of us. So if you put your hands on someone's phone, it's almost like you put your hands on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think like even in our relationship, I don't grab your phone. I don't We don't. Touch we don't your do phone. That. I don't go through your phone. Yeah. I was going to say I don't know the password, but I do know the password <laughs> on your phone. But I just don't do that. You've never I, been a sneaky person like that, Shire. Sneaky? I mean, I think that if you don't have trust, what do you have? Right. I, I don't have a need to do that. Yeah. I, You know, and I, I, and if you are, look, if you were a celebrity, <laughs> it comes with a territory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People are going to be in their DMs, but you have to be solid in whatever it is that you have. Yeah. Um, but anywho, I was just saying that we we don't in our relationship we don't do the phone thing. Right. Maybe in other people's relationships they do that. It's like you go through my phone, I go through your phone. Whatever whatever you do is fine, but we just don't do that here. Right. Um. But you know, I I just think there's a lesson you need to uh, be thoughtful in who you um you are uh, choosing to link up with. Mm-hmm. I did watch the interview. We watched it. Well, you had already seen it, but. We watched it yesterday. Y'all was raining. So I'm like, okay, let's just get caught up on what's been going on. Um, what do you think, Shia? The he... interview, I guess, you know, he just wanted to tell his side of the story. Mm-hmm. And if that's what he felt he needed to do, then. Was he convincing? Do you have a opinion on if, he, if he's guilty or not guilty? Well, I do well, want to get that from you. I don't, I'm just surprised that this went to trial. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that all of this transpired, um, yeah. you know. Escalated quickly, as they say. You know, but I... There was a lot on the line for this uh, young man. And he lost a lot. Yeah. Marvel dropped him. Disney dropped him an hour after the ruling. And I I hope that he's able to recover. Me too. Everybody deserves a second chance. I mean, not everybody. <laughs> 95% of people. No, I, I believe in second chances. I yeah. believe in second chances. I believe in, in grace and um, forgiveness and all of that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, wow. He had a lot of uh, great things on the horizon, you know. And he shared in the interview, you know, I'm grateful that I was able. I mean, this is not a quote, but he yeah. basically said, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to do the things that I was able to do yeah. with Disney. Um, but I send best wishes to him. You know, we go through life and we're going to learn and we're going to grow. Yeah. And I think that this is a lesson for him and it's a lesson for all of us, you know, be choose your spouse (laughs) wisely. Um, and work towards having a healthy relationship. Yes. You know, in that interview, there were recordings where, you know, he's being recorded in conversations and I know what he said was controversial Mm -hmm. but it's such a violation of trust to record people without their knowing right in my opinion i agree i totally agree that's that's crazy and so the relationship just seemed really unhealthy yeah yeah shire uh my takeaway was very similar you know a lot of people were saying like man he was he was he was the interview didn't do him any favors it seemed like he was in a character, it seemed like he was playing a role of a gentleman that was accused of 
what he was accused of and it was like he was just acting he was reading a script but well, he was excellent with it it's not like he was he looked he just seemed like he was in one of his roles maybe his okay. best role yet well this is the thing like i don't but we don't when really you know see him. some yeah that's exactly yeah, what i was gonna you know, say that could be how he just how he is mm-hmm. when you see someone on screen you kind of have an idea of how they talk and yeah. how they you know but when you see them on screen that is when they're playing a character yes so i don't i don't know him in real life obviously and i haven't seen him in enough interviews to know if this one is different than anything that he's done in the past right um but i do think that you know when you're going on a big interview i do think some of your responses are scripted you're you know his team may have presented these are the questions that you can ask these are the questions that you can't ask or yeah. he may have been prepped it's just like you know if we're doing an interview there are times when we receive questions in advance but then there's other times when we don't mm. um so you know if it felt scripted i i think that when you have a lot writing on an interview uh yeah some of it probably is scripted and i can tell you an interview that probably wasn't scripted and that was that r kelly interview oh the r uh, kelly one wasn't scripted does not did not feel as scripted at all cat williams wasn't scripted oh yeah <laughs> i mean when you don't have a script sometimes you know hey they say loose lips sink ships yeah. you know yeah. so i i think that you know if you practice and you, you can be poised and composed right. and really get your message ac- across right um, I just think he's got to count his losses and move on. Uh, I, I'm hearing he wants to appeal. He needs to take whatever the court gives as punishment and literally just move on. Like, well, don't speak on it no more. We just need to move on. Like, so many other actors that have had, like, infractions in life, even athletes, and we just kind of, like, just be great after that, and you'll put that as far in the rearview mirror as you can. But I think, yeah, well, you know, that's a really that's really interesting. And that I would definitely definitely seek legal counsel, because I think in the court of public opinion, I mean, the verdict of the public has already, you know, been mm-hmm. uh, said, you know, yeah, a lot of people exactly. have their own opinions and yep. and those opinions have uh, been formulated. Now, the sentencing is yet to come. Mm-hmm. And so while he's doing interviews he's still not out of the water and we still do not know the final outcome yeah i do wish him the best i'm not saying don't appeal you know because i i I don't know i'm not a legal person Mm -hmm. but i do hear what you're saying it's kind of like you know what this was an outcome cut your losses and let's let's move on but when that sentencing comes we don't really know We know. we don't we don't know it's not over yep but yep. I do wish him wish the best, him the best, best of luck and yeah. to everyone involved in this situation and the young lady he was with, that she gets yeah. the help that she needs because everyone needs uh, assistance yeah. and healing and all of that based off Absolutely. that interview. Absolutely, Shar. Well, Shar, I saw this on TikTok. You sent me this. I wanted to just... What I said to you? Let's talk about you. I know we always send each other stuff. Now, I don't know the accuracy of this, but I thought it was interesting. I just want to get your opinion on the average income by oh. ethnicity. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, uh, according to this TikToker, the average income, fifth. Was it average or median? Uh, average income by ethnicity. And then, yes, then he breaks it down as median. You're right. Median income, he has number five, Pakistani Americans at 
thousand a year. Number four, Chinese Americans at sixty nine thousand a year, median income. Uh, number three, Japanese Americans at seventy two thousand median okay. income. Number two, Taiwanese Americans at eighty two thousand a year, median income. And number one, Indian Americans. One hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's somewhat accurate? Using your gut, uh, using the information you have, what do you think? I know what I didn't see on this list, and it's the two people that have been on the in the United States the longest: whites and blacks. I didn't see them on this list. Oh, anywhere. on that one, <laughs> I, they were on the list. Um, I don't know. You know, this is a thing when you. Um, well, the reason why we brought this up was because the comments had yeah, such interesting get to the comments. conversation. The comments were mad interesting. But as far as um, you said, average. In averages, you're looking at what the the individual that makes the most money, mm-hmm. and the individuals that make the least amount, and. You know, you're getting the yes. average. Yes. And I think the median is kind of like. They take the middle number. The middle number. Yes. So they're not the same. They're not the same. Um, and then also with these. Uh, I these, do have I do have numbers ten through six. If you want me to do those two, so that was five to one. I can go. Oh, you did the top. Oh, the top five. I did the top five. Okay, no. Um, you want me to well, do ten sure, six? sure. I mean. Okay, ten. Probably... N- number ten. Wait. You did. You started from the top and you went to five. I went from five to one. Oh, so you just all over. So I'm Go all ahead. over the place. <laughs> uh, okay. So now let's go from ten down to six. So we did five to one. Now we're going ten to six. Number ten, African Americans, median income thirty five thousand. Okay, let's stop there. Okay. So um, I'm wondering what the person got their. Um, their data from because if I go to the Census Bureau, hopefully I'm saying that right. Y'all know, got a little country accent. Um, it's a little bit higher if we're looking at household income okay. versus individual. But anywho, okay, continue. Got you. We're just talking about just this, and like I said on the front end, I'm not gonna say how accurate this is. I just want your knee-jerk thoughts on it. Okay. Uh, number nine is Hispanic Americans, forty-three thousand median income. Number eight, Nepali Americans. And okay, I just lost the TikTok, so I don't know uh, what the next is, what eight and nine was. Let me go back and see again. But anyway, what's your thoughts on the information we have thus far? Um, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, f- I feel like uh, I don't see the point of these uh, type of posts. Right. Um, but that's fine. Um, I'm looking at median household income, I think is more reflective of people's living situation. And so, you know, on that, I think it, for black folks, it was in like 30, 35,000 range. And that's, just, that's not accurate of the median household income for blacks in this country. Okay. Let me ask you this, Shire. While the, it, while the, Higher. the numbers may be off, do we agree on the, 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 the ranking of it or like the new us being behind are we at the end of the line regardless of whatever the number is um is our median income at the end of the line 
on whatever metrics we use. That's what well, we the to. you know I would go off the the census and and what it, does the census tell us, baby? Well, the census doesn't break it down okay. for each you know because they were go diving deeply into some of the subgroups for mm-hmm. um, Asians. That's what we were yeah. hearing. Yeah, and so anywho, but yeah, gen- generally you'll see general. In a general term, I'll say that's right, but I will say the numbers are off. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, just by looking at what I'm seeing on, on my end. Well, let's. The, the reason why we broached that, let's go to the comment section of this, right? Because, like I said before, when you do something that's like uh, for opinion or kind of like I don't know if that's true or right, then you you're gonna have people in the comments getting busy, right? So I thought this was interesting. The Indian American was number one for income. And so we go to the comments here, and uh, we have some Indian Americans that bring up an interesting conversation about tipping. Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts on tipping? Per this gentleman, he's saying we're not big on tipping. What are your thoughts on black folks and tipping? Let's just speak to what we are. All we can speak is to us. You know, that's so interesting <laughs> that tipping became like a dominant conversation yeah and i don't you know maybe it could tie to income because i feel that um well number one i'll say tipping is a very personal thing and that you'll Mm -hmm. meet uh people who tip and then there's a wave of folks who don't tip tip. i will say that i tip we tip when we go out we tip and that's just part of the cost of going out right i think Yes. Now, as far as the person who is in the comments, they are presenting themselves as being, you know, an Indian American. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obviously I'm black, as yes. you, as we all know. So mm-hmm. I don't have that um, pers- uh, that lived experience. Right. Um, but at the same time, I do. I kind of respect that energy. You know, yeah. there's sometimes that you know. Uh, service ain't all that. And keep your money in your pocket. Well, there is. There are some, yeah, that and sometimes, you know, they ask for a tip before mm-hmm. providing the service. So if I'm ordering food online, I do like to tip. Yeah. But usually I think that the tip is something extra that okay, I okay. want to provide to you because gotcha. you have given excellent service. Gotcha. So in a perfect world, I would pay for the food online. And if I pick it up, you know, yes. and if I choose a tip, I would give you a tip then. After the services have been rendered, rendered, then I will tip accordingly. Yes. Versus having a tip on the front end. But then if I don't tip, I'm like, dang, are they, they gonna see I didn't tip? Are they gonna? I'm not gonna get as much chicken this time. Like, there's <laughs> just so much stuff that's running through my mind. And that's where I was going. So I was like, I feel like tipping now is a, is just a safeguard against having your food spinning. And I mean, when I when they ask on the front end or when they ask during checkout. 18%, 20%, 22% or other. The dudes is looking right at my hand but like, you, what you fix Is this before or after you've gotten your food? This is before. This is when I'm ordering the food now. And so I just think it's getting out of hand. But you almost have to tip or they're going to go back there and drop that's your food That's not true, on the though. That's not true. I mean, that's what my brain is telling me. 
I don't know where we got that from. Maybe we watched too many uh, TV it's shows. A nightmare, like, even on Hell's those Kitchen. kitchen. Night, mm-hmm. Even on those TV shows, we've never seen anyone spit in the food. Okay. We, I've worked at fast food. I've never seen anyone spit in food. Do we want to trade uh, food service stories? Because I got them for you. Working I mean, at Domino's. Uh, Marcus, you don't would be drop the pizza Albert. on the Look ground. At me. Don't be. Hold on now. Let's let's clarify. Did you do it? Well, don't don't even sit. Don't don't answer that question. <laughs> I'll just say I've seen pizzas fall on the ground, face down. This this is twenty years ago, right? Or face, over twenty years ago. Over twenty years ago, pizza fall on the ground, face down. You scoop it up, throw some extra cheese, and run it back through the oven. But that's not what you were taught to do. I saw my manager do it. <laughs> okay, well that. So I'm just telling you. And that's out of just a little rinky-dink pizza place. So just bless y'all's food before you eat it. But anyway. No, eat at home. Eat at home. No, but okay. back to tipping. Child. <laughs> what do you think about the tipping at like a Starbucks or places where it's like, bro, you're not doing that much service? Listen, I went to Starbucks the other day and the person pronounced my name correctly after I spelled it out. And I was like, uh, sis, you getting a tip. Okay. You get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> um... It's- Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say, is tipping? This, this is what we want to just bring these stories, two stories together. Is tipping or cheapness, cheapness connected in any way to a higher net worth or a higher household income? Do you think that has something to do with it? A lot of times, I go on rant shot on the quick cast, and I know my listeners, our listeners, probably tired of hearing me. I go on the keep your money in your pocket rant. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When I'm like telling you, you need to be stingy. You need to stop giving everything just because it's a black business, and I need to, st- or I need to get this course. Or stop giving everybody your money. I go on my ranch. Y'all know how I do. But is being cheap connected or correlate in some way to having a higher net worth, in your opinion? A um, net worth, but see what we were discussing. You started a conversation off with income. Income. You whatever. have income, and then what you do with that income is one thing. But okay. your net worth is what you're able to hang on to, gotcha. right? Gotcha. With, you know. Um, so, is there a connection? Probably. I think you know. I can't speak for everyone, um, but I think that that sometimes you know black people will give you the coat off our back. We'll, we'll give, give you off our back, we'll we? give you our last. Man. You know? And that's facts. You right? know, sometimes if you don't have it, you just have to be honest with yourself and say, I don't have it. But this whole rant that you were just talking about mm-hmm. being stingy, keep your money in your pocket, I don't like to be that way because I feel that you can't receive with a closed fist. Like I'm really, excuse me. I Marcus is making faces right a now. Mo- more giving I am sure. walking into a new era <laughs> in my life where I don't want a penny pinch in that way. And if I tip or give, I I don't want to think too deeply about it. I just want that to be who I am. I want to I want to be more of a giving person. That's wonderful. <laughs> like, no, I, I think Marcus that's good. is just like no. whatever. <laughs> no, I think that's good, and I need a little more of that. We bounce. And I mean, I think you're you, giving too. Yeah, and I think that's why we bounce each other out because you need maybe some rain pulling back of the reins and giving sometimes, mm-hmm. and sometimes I need to be like a little more less 
close-fisted. So I think that's good, but yeah. But it is true. Like when we go out, you don't see certain cultures uh, eating out as much eating, or yeah. going to the mall as much. And yeah. you know, we live in a very um, oh, we got a mall. We got diverse everything out here. We got everything. area. You know, um, I mean, in Sacramento, this as, might be if, the most diverse place in the nation. Well. As y'all might have heard in that Cat Williams uh, interview mm-hmm. when he shouted out Sacramento. Yeah, he took the T out. <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> it is very diverse here. Yes. And, you know, you meet people from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And when you out, you know, hey, you say, you know, I'm eating at this restaurant and some there's some yeah, groups, there's some that, groups that we don't see. Up they, we don't see, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot of. Uh, multi-generational families um, in our community and they uh, live together and some of the houses are just huge but it's not like a family of four it's like a family of eight or ten Um, so and if you have that type of dynamic you're probably more likely to eat at home Mm -hmm. if you have multi-generational household and uh, say you work there's probably someone at home that is you know, doing things to take care of home and eating at home, saving and eating money. at home and saving money. So sure. that's gonna add to you know having more money in your pocket. But culturally, what the person said because I read that comment, mm-hmm. they said that you know tipping is not part of our culture, yeah. and so that's when it's just like, oh, okay, well, oh, okay. I yeah. mean, if that's <laughs> maybe it needs to be part of mine. No, thank um, you. But anywho, I mean, anywho. tipping does become. I don't know. Sometimes you get in your your head about it, but yeah. I do try to do it. Yeah. Well, I want to know what y'all do. Are, there, are y'all big tippers, or are you are you all no tippers? And let us know. And let us know why. We want to know why. <laughs> where, 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 where you pull that from? But Shire, this was a cool episode. I think. Um, I think we'll touch on the housing market and what that means for the recession maybe on next week's episode uh because the i'll tease it a little bit the fed is projecting six interest rate cuts this year and really yeah yeah but what that means is a lot of times when they're projecting cuts they know that a recession is coming and they have privy to information obviously that the average person may not be privy to and if you look at all of the charts, the cut precedes a recession. So, or some type of recession-like event, right? You could say the pandemic technically wasn't a recession, but it it, it was, it sent shockwaves through the economy and they were cutting rates preceding or during COVID. So something to keep an eye on yeah eye you know on. i'm not seeing three but i do see an article coming out of pbs news hour and then maybe i'll touch on it more but it's um this is from december so relatively yeah. recent federal reserve keeps key interest rate unchanged and foresees three rate cuts three. next okay. year three. so my bad, my bad, my bad. at least you know that could definitely be good news for good people news that for are looking to buy have. a house yeah, yeah. um I don't know how, you know, what will happen with the prices of houses, but having a lower interest rate is such a huge benefit, you know, when it's time to make that um, investment. Um, They they were saying that there are people at open houses 30 deep in December. Wow. Because the rates had dropped dipped a little bit. Yeah. 
So people are itching to buy, and with that cuts coming, man, that's gonna be it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. I so know. We're gonna keep an eye on that, and we're gonna keep talking about that because that's been like a thread through our podcast for the past couple of years. It's the interest and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I am looking forward to interest rates coming down because. Mm-hmm. High interest rates really just kind of knocked us out of the conversation about, yeah. you know, uh, looking at investment properties. But yeah, with it, it sure coming did. down, hey, hey, hey. Might be lit. <laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, guys and gals, that is. And if you did, do us a huge favor, y'all. Now, I'm, I'm going to stay here for a moment. I'm going to massage this for a few minutes. If you listen to the Black Mirror Dead Free podcast, this is a free thing you know but one way you can bless us is to go on your phone or on your computer wherever you listen and leave us a five star review now all you have to do is say a few words you could just say good podcast or I like or whatever but you want to leave us a five star review because what that does is it makes our show more visible via the algorithm and will show up on more folks phones if this is something you like, don't you want others to like it too? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> so do that favor for us going into the new year. Leave us a five star review if you haven't already. And sure, I got nothing else. And uh, thank you to those who have. Yes, thank you to all of y'all who already have done that. The several hundred of you that have, thank you. Well, we can we can get them numbers up. I know we can do this. Well, that's all we got for today. Till next time, we out. Peace. Bye.